This is Keep Me Free. Hey, Clark. Yes, yeah. This is Keep Me Free. <laughs> See, there's got to be a difference. See, there's languages inside of you, born again believer. See, I'm going all out. I'm on a fast break mission. See, there's languages inside of you, born again believer. There's a kingdom inside of you, born again believer. <laughs> what makes you different from the world? Come on now. <clears throat> How much do I need to explain? What makes you different from the world born again? Believe I'm talking to you in this time of crisis, in this age of war. I'm talking to the born again believer. What's different about you? <laughs> What's different about you born again? Believer, as you live in the world. What's different about you born again? Believer, as you deal with the world. What's different about you, born again believer? <laughs> What's different about you? Do you know? Have you even asked yourself the question? Have you even examined? Have you even, has it even entered into your mind? What's different about me? Come on, it's the 18 minute preacher. You got to know me by now. You know I trip over this and stumble over that, but I don't fall in the name of Jesus because you know there's something different about me. <laughs> I don't mean I don't have issues. <laughs> I don't mean I don't have problems. <laughs> I don't really like to even say it like that, but there's something different about me. <laughs> there's something different about you, born again believer. Can anybody raise their hand if I look out in the field of dreams? If I look out in the field of spirits of born again believers will anyone raise their hand and answer this question answer this question what's different about you <laughs> born again believer i'm looking out in my spiritual eye on the landscape i see a few hands up going up over there i see a few hands up going over here in the name of jesus what's different about you born again believer can someone break it down to me plain can someone make it simple to me what's different about you maybe you don't know about <clears throat> let me clear my throat and explain my situation <laughs> see and it's my humble opinion that what's different about the born-again believer, what's different about the born-again believer is you got a kingdom inside of you. You got a culture inside of you. You got a man's spirit inside of your spirit. See, you got a temple inside of you. It's called the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's called the temple of the living God. God built a temple inside of the born-again believer, made of the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, I'm going to make it plain to you. The Holy Spirit sits down in that temple. The Holy Spirit sits down in the temple made of the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. That's what's different about you. You got a kingdom inside of you. You got a voice inside of you. You got a whole another experience waiting at your fingertips, at the fingertips of your spiritual mind. See, your mind got a spirit. Your spirit got a mind. See, have you tapped into the mind of your spirit? Are you just a, a, a soul dweller? It's okay. You can confess it. Born again believers. See, I'm only talking to the born again believers. See, 
I'm trying to divide you properly. I'm trying to segregate your members. I'm trying to get you to understand that between your three members, there are doorways, there are gateways in the name of Jesus. For instance, between your flesh and your soul, there's the doorway of desire. <laughs> Nothing can get to your soul unless it passed through the door of desire, which usually comes from your flesh, what you've seen, what you felt, where you was, what happened in the name of Jesus. A physical experience created a desire in you. <laughs> whole people, whole cultures live their life based upon an experience. See, you got to understand someone may have did this to you, did that to you, touched you in this way. That's an experience. See, an experience created a culture in your heart, a culture in your mind. An experience comes with a culture. Some people live in the experience and the culture of that experience in the name of Jesus. Can I dip a little further? I can't stay there. I can't stop there too long because I got to go a little bit further down the road. See, in the name of Jesus, that's a physical expression of something else in the name of Jesus. Now, let's tip and tap and dap a little bit into the soul life. Some people live so much in their soul life, what they think, how they feel about this, their mind, their intellect intellect, their understanding, their ability to break things down, the ability to make logic of an illogical situation. They're also, in the name of Jesus, the results of a life <laughs> that's defined. See, you live in your soul. Your soul life represents the def definitions that you put on your life. I got to say that again for somebody. Your soul life represents the definitions that you put on your life as a result of your experiences. I don't know. That might have went a little too high. Maybe I can't dip it a little lower, but I'm going to keep it right there right now. You can ponder on it and marinate in it a little bit. It's okay. In the name of Jesus. And see, then there's those. I understand. <laughs> there's a spiritual life inside of you. <laughs> there's a culture. There's a culture. Let me look at my clock. Let me look at my watch. Okay, I ain't got the 10 minutes, so I may not be going off. See, But there's a culture inside of you. What's different about you, born again believer? What's different about you is you got a culture inside of you in the name of Jesus that lives in a, a, a tabernacle, that lives in a... A temple made of the flesh and blood of Christ. See, you gotta understand there's something going on inside of you. God ain't playing around with your spirit. You can play and run around in your soul. You can play around and dabble around in your flesh. You can be a fleshly minded. You can be solely minded. You can be a cardinal minded Christian. I remember there was a time when we used to call believers that didn't believe in living by the spirit of living God. We called them cardinal. And that was just something that you was, that you worked your way back through if you wanted to by the spirit of living God as he granted you repentance. <laughs> but nowadays, see, everybody's a freelancer. Everybody's a freelancer. Everybody got their own philosophy about Christ. And these are born again believers. They got their own philosophies about who this God is, see, because you stop reading your words, see, you stop going to your words, see, you stop making the word being authority in your life. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Let me pause for a minute.
The word of God is no longer your authority. Born again believer. That's where you went off the rails. See, that's where you was doing fine for a little while. Yes, you had a little prejudicism. Yes, you had a little racism. Yes, you had a little sexism. Yes, you had a little all those things in you. But the word of God was still primary in your life. Well, something happened. I guess you grew up in your own mind. And things seemed too simple for you. In the name of Jesus, the basic gospel of someone dying for your sins became too simple for you. Modern man, see, you know, the modern man is nothing but another definition for a deeper curse because you're going into what you think you evolve into. So you call it modern in the name of Jesus. You call it Neo in the name of Jesus. You call it super in the name of Jesus. I'm just saying is that what you're reaching for, man. See, born again believer. I'm talking to the born again believer. See, you left your God. You left your Lord. You left his heart. You left his voice. See, you left the voice of your God. Now you're wandering around in the darkness and wondering why God ain't checking out you, ain't saving you, ain't delivering you, ain't rescuing you in the name of Jesus. When you constantly live in the backyard of his enemy, when you constantly go to the picnics of his enemy, you constantly do the things that he despised. You constantly reject him in your life. What do you mean, man? What are you saying, man? I'm saying when you don't love the word of God, when you don't love the word of God, when you don't put your mind upon the word of God, Jesus said, those that keep their mind on me, I will keep them in perfect peace. What do you think he's saying to you? He's just not whispering sweet nothings in your ear. He's trying to tell you how to survive against the onslaught that's coming to your mind. I'm almost at 10 minutes. I might have to jump off here. If I don't want to keep going, maybe I should stop. Let me ask the Holy Spirit. You got something else to put on it. See, mankind, born again, believer, you didn't went the way of mankind. See, you didn't got attached to your technology, born again, believer. You didn't got attached to your technology, born again, believer. So now everything is simple to you, born again, believer. I remember the time when we used to have to go get the books. We used to, to go get the books and research who God was. We had to go get the books and go to the library and go to the bookstore and with our hands fumble through and with our hands turn the pages and what our hands dissect the word of God physically we had a physical we had a physical relationship to uncovering God's will God's purpose God's mind we got involved we dug in the ground we dug in the ground of the Lord and we pulled out the seed we pulled out the essence that he wanted we pulled out and watered the plant in the name of Jesus and planted it in our heart see we wanted that word planted in our heart and it was a chore it was a task you had to go out and find Find your God. You had to go out and meet him. See, in the name of Jesus. See, the, now the modern day born again believer has gotten lazy. Somebody find me. Come on, somebody find me in the spirit. If you got, if you got something out there, use your hat in the name of Jesus. Use a cloth in the name of Jesus. Find me with something. Please cool me off. I don't know. I need to be cooled off. Hey, Boots. How you doing? You need to be cooled off. I got too much going on. 
I remember the time I would be at my desk. I would have 10 to 15 books opened up, all pointing to Jesus. <laughs> On the road map to Christ, I remember the time, see, you had to dig out. <laughs> you, had to, you have to understand, you have to understand something. Uh, I realize this, we don't put effort into anything. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my double negative. It's helped me, Lord. When you don't put effort into something, you don't get anything out of it. <laughs> when you put your little dingling toast, <laughs> when you spread your little toast on your, your bread, you call dissecting the word of God and you put it down. And, and now you, you just had a little nibble and a taste. See, you're not committed into the whole process of knowing who this man is. You just kind of want a little side note, a sidebar, just something to tickle you in your mind, something to tickle you in your heart, something to tickle you just for a minute. But you got other things to do. See, you're not committed because you got lazy, born again, believer. You know, I would like her to make me a, 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 a blazer. I'll pay her if you think she can do that for me. I'd like to make me a three-piece double-breasted, a double like a double-breasted blazer. Okay. Yeah, I will pay her for it. I'll tell you okay. the colors and all that stuff. Right. See, you got to understand, yo, God. <laughs> Your God is not that mysterious that he does not want to be known. Your God, let me say it again, if there was a double negative in there, your God is not so mysterious. That he wants to remain a mystery. That is not his goal. The goal of your God is not to remain a mystery. It is, a, it is a, one of the goals of your God to be known by the people he created to reflect his image and his likeness. I'm running out of road. I got to put my dirt tires on. Let me pause and put my dirt tires, my doom buggy tires on. The terrain has changed in the spirit. You're no longer cruising. I'm telling you now. If you got a, if you got a luxury vehicle in your spirit, if you've been riding around in a luxury vehicle in your spirit, if you've been looking for the luxury road, if you've been looking for the soft payment in your vehicle in the name of Jesus, you've been focusing on what the blessings are. You've been focusing on what the goodness is. If you've been riding around <laughs> focusing on what the goodness and the, the, the soft pavement of God is, if you've been searching for the soft pavement of God, <laughs> your financial blessings, your financial vi victory, if you want to call it, your financial 
financial conquest in the name of Jesus. If you made God in the name of Jesus, the soft path, everything's supposed to be luxurious for you because you are born again believer. Everything's supposed to be luxurious for you because you belong to God. If you one of those believers that's been running around like that, thinking that, thinking that God is a, a prosperity God. If you a prosperity preacher and that's what you focus your life on, the prosperity of God. I would suggest you trade that car in right now and get you a dune buggy. I, I, I suggest you trade that car in right now and get you an off-road vehicle in the spirit. I tell you right now. Because the road is going, it's getting rougher. The road is getting rougher. All that smooth talk you've been talking. All that God wants you blessed. God wants you looking good. God wants you healthy. God wants you smooth. God wants you glistening. What you think God is a, a, a God that shines up an idol. You think God is a God that shines up your idol. You think God is to shine up your idol. That is you. See, you didn't made God an idol shiner. You didn't made God your idol shiner. You are the idol and you want God to shine you up and show you off in the name of Jesus. I suggest you get you some fire and you melt that idol down. In the name of Jesus right now, I suggest you my, you melt that idol down right now in the name of Jesus and dis distribute that wealth. I don't know. I might have bit off more than I can chew. <laughs> you know, in the name of Jesus. You got to get you an off-road vehicle. Shiny one. Shiny born-again believer. You better get you an off-road vehicle. Shiny born-again believer. <laughs> Trace your luxury spiritual car vehicle in. And if you're really smart, you'll get you a dependable hoopty. So you don't care what the hits look like. As long as you keep rolling.